DW, the 77%. In a continent teeming with young people, most of them unemployed, this week's 77% show seeks to highlight one of the biggest impediments plaguing the African job market, bribery. You find it in the public sector, you find it in the private sector, everywhere you are looking for a job so that you can survive. And people are asking you to pay money you have not earned to get a job. From the bustling streets of Lagos, to a heated debate in Malawi's capital, Lilongwe, this topic has resonated with you on our DW Africa Facebook page too. And I will sample some of your reactions as we move along. Welcome to The 77% with me, Crispin Mwakideo. The desperate quest for employment among millions of young African job seekers has amplified their vulnerability to unscrupulous job recruiters and agents. Just listen to some of these voices from Lagos, Nigeria. The issue of using bribe to get job in Nigeria has become a canker worm, which has eaten deep into the fabrics of the nation's moral value. Almost every parastatus everywhere, even private organizations in Nigeria practice this. As a man, if you want to get job, you must pay something. If you really need the job, you must pay. Even as a woman, if you can't pay money, you use your body. This is the extent to which this country has gone. You have to know man, know somebody, before you can get a well-paid job, or you use money to get it, or you use your body. Especially for we ladies, you use your body to get a job. They will ask you, use what you have to get what you want. If you, are actually, if you actually need the job, then you must bribe. And this is as a result of the hard economy of the country. You see, this bribing thing for jobs, getting bribes for jobs is a Nigerian thing. It's so widespread that you can find it in every crook and cranny, every area in Nigeria. You find it in the public sector, you find it in the private sector, you find it in the church, you find it in the movie industry, everywhere. You, there's nowhere you, you go where you are not asked to pay money. How do one survive? You are looking for a job so that you can survive. And people are asking you to pay money you have not earned to get a job. And what some people now do is you have to sign an agreement with them. Some even go as far as getting half of somebody's salary every month. Some 40, some 20, depending on your agreement. Some get your salary and they are the ones that pay you. So the only way this thing can stop, if the government can make, um, get jobs, give jobs, uh, provide jobs, and if they can make these jobs go online, go online, whereby the people who are going to assess the, the curriculum vitae, the CVs, and accept the applications, do not see the people that they the applicants. They just go through the CV and, uh, uh, and employ the qualified ones, you know, not whereby you are sitting before a panel and the next minute one member of the panel comes to meet you and say, oh, you are going to pay me some amount of money. I'll talk to other members of the panel and we are going to accept you. So one of the ways this thing can stop is for the government to provide more jobs and give people access to apply for jobs online. 
Yes, where you don't have to see the people, you don't have to see this panel. Well, the pressure to pay by bribe to get a job is more among the youths that just finished school. They don't have a job, so they are really desperate for a job. And people just take advantage of them. Unlike highly skilled people like professors, engineers, doctors, uh, physiotherapists, and so on, there's no desperation because they are already employed. So it is not a do or die for them because they already have a job, a skilled one for that matter. But the youth just getting out of school, they are desperate, they can do anything to get a job, they are, you know, they are anxious, they feel, oh, they want to quickly get a job and get life going. So anything that will make them get that job, like paying money, bribe to get the job, they are ready to do it. We have heard from Nigerians how widespread corruption and, in some cases, sex for jobs is in Africa's most populous nation. Now let's head to Malawi, where DW correspondent Miriam Kaliza has assembled her panel to delve deeper into the topic. Miriam, the mic is all yours. Thank you very much, Crispin. Indeed, my name is Miriam Kaliza, all the way from Malawi, Lilongwe. Word has it that there's been a worrying trend in most public and private institutions where it is difficult to get a job without paying bribes. Research shows that a substantive number of young people in Africa, Malawi inclusive, are unemployed and they are scrambling for job opportunities. To make matters worse, nepotism is taking center stage, forcing those without relatives in higher places pay those bribes. In the studio today, I have a human rights defender, Memoli Chisenga and Dwonge Jauma, young people who are unfortunately unemployed and they are looking for opportunities. Let's jump into it. I will start with Tiwonge. Um, is it true? Are young people indeed paying bribes to get employment? Unfortunately, it really is a thing. It is a thing. As young people, we're doing everything and anything we can just to, you know, be given titles. The employment, and it's true that young people are offering bribes to be employed. It is so true because I know, I know some of the people that have bought their way into organizations. And it's both private sectors and governmental sectors. This is happening and it is happening. It's a reality that this country has to face. As a young person, I'd like to know, would you guys do it or have you already done it? <laughs> Thank you so much for that, for that question. But um, as a young unemployed person, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't buy my way. You know how money loses its value with time. It's the same thing. There is going to be someone who is going to come after me, who is going to pay a much greater amount that's going to lead to my, to my fall, to my downfall, you get it? Because if someone comes, if I paid 100 kwaja to get that job, someone is going to come and they're going to pay 500 kwaja. Obviously, I'm, just, I'm, I'm going to be removed. So I don't think I am going to do that. I will ever do that just to get employed. I believe that everybody has his or her own time, and I believe that my time will come, I will get employed when the time is right. So I'm not trying to buy myself into any type of employment because it wouldn't last. Trust me, it wouldn't last. I know that. Uh, now, going to our activist uh, memory, as an activist, what is your comment on this trend? From a human rights perspective, that is what we call total exploitation of a young person. In the whole world, 
We cannot say a proper recruitment process requires someone to pay money to anybody for them to be employed or someone to have sex with anybody for them to be employed. That is total exploitation. And every young person out there should know about this. These trends right now that are going on, people asking uh, young persons for money and even some girls indulging with em uh, employers sexually just for them to be employed or to have an internship opportunity, that is total exploitation. And it is an exploitative behavior from the employer's side. You cannot do that to a young person. And this is a young person that has skills. So each and every recruitment process, you need to go through a normal process where you're employed because of your skills and based on merit, not because you have uh, given money to someone or not because you have a sexual relationship with someone within the company. The power imbalance is huge. And obviously for a young person who is desperately in need, will fall into that trap. But we should, that does not mean that it is right. It is wrong and it is total exploitation and punishable by law. So we need to understand that as young people. Let no one take advantage of us. Let no one ask us for sex or money just because they want to employ us. No. We would rather use our skills to start entrepreneurship than to be exploited in that manner. Because if you go in that type of environment, whatever that you're going to do, that exploitation is going to continue. For you to go to the field, you have to go through the same. For you to be promoted, you have to go through the same. And that's not... Uh, a generation that we want for, for, for our young people. We don't want that type of environment for our young people. Indeed, you're listening to the latest edition of the 77% Show with me, Miriam Kaliza, all the way from Lilongwe, Malawi. Today's topic focuses on young people paying bribes to get employment. What is the situation in your own country? Just to remind you, my panel today comprises of a human rights defender, Memoli Chisenga, Dumisani Moyo, and Tuonge Jauma, young people who are not employed and they are looking for opportunities. Before we get back into the discussion, let's head back to the main studio in Bonn, Germany, where my colleague Crispin is on standby with some of the comments that you left on our Facebook page, DW Africa. Thanks, Miriam. And please stand by as I'll be coming to you again. But before that, let's hear what you have commented about the topic on our DW Africa page. Sama Hafizu says, standing up against this practice is the most difficult and risky attempt which may only end in vain. Nsav Zelam says, bribery comes first because of the high unemployment level due to low industrialization and innovation. If the educational system is tailored toward local and international realities, more creative and innovative graduates will emerge. If the system of governance is capable of creating an enabling environment for business, then a combination of these factors will stamp out bribery and corruption. And we have another comment here from Joshua Omache, who says, Bribery is killing the dreams, ambitions, aspirations, and prayers of our brilliant minds and bright future. Esther Williams also writes, In Africa, this is very common, especially in government positions. And uh, another comment from Julius Yalui, who says it's everywhere in Africa. Women give their bodies to be used before they get the opportunity to work in offices. Thank you for sharing those thoughts on the DW Africa Facebook page. Now let's keep the ball rolling and head back to Lilongwe, where Miriam is engaged in a fascinating debate on bribes for jobs. Moving forward, let's go back to memory. What are some of the consequences this trend in the long line could uh, could pose or could bring um, uh, in the 
society. The consequences are there because if this is a trend, then we are not going to have people that are employed based on merit and skills and, and uh, their creative minds. We are going to have people that are employed basically because they gave money. And that is going even to affect how they work. And number two, we are going to have young people that are going to be leaders who are going to believe that for me to employ this person, I have to have sex with, with the person or ask for money because it is something that is continuous. So if somebody did that to me, I'll also make sure I do the same to the other person. And this is a generation that is growing. So we are going to have a country of people that are continuously going to exploit others. So those are the consequences. Because by the end of the day, we have, uh, uh, we, we have so much faith in our young people. We want our young people to do great. Their entrepreneurship skills, their other skills that we know that these young people are capable of. But this whole trend is going to kill all that. And now we are just going to be employing each other based on sexual relationships, based on uh, the fact that there's money uh, exchanged. And then I would also like to know um, what could be some of the interventions that could be uh, deliberately uh, be put in place to ensure that maybe this trend is collected. Uh, let's start with Duongi. As young people, we're doing everything and anything we can just to be employed, just to be on top of the world, just to be, you know, recognized. And it's really sad seeing how we are doing this, seeing how we're getting on top, seeing how we're getting titles. It's sad because buying your way into something won't last, as I've already said. And my words, like my sincere words to my fellow youths, would be to wait, to have patience. Because everybody's time is going to come eventually. No matter how long it takes, but it's going to come. I know waiting is hard. Waiting is painful. When you see your classmates, when you see your age mates achieving the most, and you see yourself, you look at yourself, you feel like you're not doing anything, you're not doing enough. And that's why it factors us to be doing things like those, you know, paying money just for the sake of employment. But I am just going to be here to tell my youths out there that it's all about time. It's all about time. No matter how much you pay, but there's there always going to be someone who's going to pay greater than you and then it's going to take your place. You will lose it. And for what? So I am asking and begging my fellow youths out there that we should be patient. We should know how to wait on our time. Oh, and as we wait, I wouldn't. it wouldn't hurt to say pray as well. Guidance from God is the greatest guidance from God is the greatest. I know some of us believe, some of us don't, but that's all I can say. Great stuff. Memory Jisenga, please wrap the debate for us. What we can do as a country or what we can do as institutions, as organizations, we have policies. Each and every institution have policies on how the institution should run. And one of the policies, we call it the protection against uh, sexual exploitation and abuse policy. We call it a SEA policy. Because we don't want people to be employed based on uh, 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 the other things. And we also have HR uh, policies where a, a recruitment process is stipulated. So each and every organization must ensure that their employers or their employees within the organizations, especially those with the senior positions, are aware of these policies and have signed these policies 
Because when they have done something that is contrary to the policies, they'll be taken to task. But if we do not have these policies that can govern how our organization should work, if these people are found guilty, accept uh, the laws of Malawi, but they will not be taken to task accordingly. So we need to be able to know that as an institution, we have a duty to protect the rights of young people by not exploiting them. And as, as, as we do that, we need to make sure that we have policies put in place. The SEA policy is very important because it brings that culture where an, in, an intern can come in an organization without being sexually exploited by anybody that has a senior position. We have the HR policy, which uh, stipulates the issue of recruitment process where no one can be scammed to say, give me money so I can, I can employ you. Otherwise, it's not even about government. It's not even about the ministries. No, it's about us that are employing people, whether at government, whether at, at a private sector organization, everywhere. We need to ensure that we have these policies put in place to make sure that we protect young people uh, from being exploited. And even the young people themselves, do not be desperate. And in the long run, let people trap you into uh, uh, this type of arrangements. Because by the end of the day, it is about your reputation. It is about you. Because if anybody does that to you, no one is going to employ you. Because they will think that you want shortcuts. So you will not be employed. You, they will not want to have anything to do with you by the end of the day because of these type of things. So protect yourself. You have skills. You have gone to school. Some of us have, have been in schools for five years, six years. You have skills. If you cannot get employment, use those skills to start entrepreneurship. Get in a business. Do something about yourself. But don't devalue yourself to a point where now you're giving people money. You're giving your body to people because you want employment. That is a no. And we cannot do that as a, as a country. We cannot do that as young people. Let no one deceive you on that. Many thanks, Memory, for wrapping up the debate for us on young people paying bribes to get employment. It has been an interesting discussion as we heard from Memory Chisenga, who is a human rights defender, Dumisani and Itwonke Jauma, young people who are unemployed and are looking for opportunities. Until next time, I've been your host, Miriam Kaliza, all the way from Lilongwe, Malawi. Bye for now. I now hand you back to Bonn, Germany. A huge appreciation to you, Miriam, and to your panel for that 77% debate. Clearly, job opportunities should be bestowed upon the deserving rather than the highest bidder. That can only happen when governments, organizations, and citizens unite to fight against job bribery in Africa. Together, we can dismantle the corruption that shackles the dreams and aspirations of countless Africans, paving the way for a fairer, more inclusive society. This has been DW's 77% show. And on behalf of the entire production team, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Crispin Mwakideo.